The sixth step to financial freedom is all about taking advantage of the opportunity of making money from money. So what we're talking about here is investing, putting your money that you've already built up to work to get even more money. So that's what we're going to be talking through today. So let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier and thank you for joining us today. And welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. And today, that's why we're going to be going through the sixth step to financial freedom of our seven steps, all following the mnemonic paradox. So when we talk about the opportunity of making money, when we talk about investing, that's because for a lot of people, they focus on building their wealth through saving and accumulating that money. And that's great. And that is an important part. But if you're not taking advantage of this opportunity of making money from that, you are just going to become financially secure and not financially free. And the reason is because if you build up money through savings and you don't do anything with it, let's say you put it in a bank and you know, you're either getting no interest or one or two percent, then the interest you're getting is lower than inflation. So effectively, over time, you are losing money. So think about that. When you're not investing, you're actually losing money from your money. You're not staying the same, you're actually losing money. Now this is an important thing to bear in mind because by doing nothing over time, you are wearing down the value of the money that you already have. The other thing is that by not investing, you're effectively still investing. You're just investing in nothing. You're investing in just a bank, all right? It's still a vesting decision. So whatever you do, you are essentially investing. It just depends on in what respect. Now that might sound a little bit silly, but really it is. You're taking a decision on all the various opportunities and you've made the decision to do to nothing or to put it in a bank and get you know one or 2% interest. Now the reason why it is so important to take advantage of this area to become financially free rather than financially secure is that by this period of growth of your funds and over time it actually becomes exponential and that's because when you start to invest money you get a return on that that exceeds inflation and you're able to build that wealth over time in addition to what you're saving and adding to the pot. So if you think about it if you didn't get a return on your money think about it like this uh, as you save money, your, your money is just going to build up like that. But if you invest it, that money that you're saving already, that money at each stage can build a return on top of it, right? A bit on top. And as you get more, the investment returns you get are even more. So you get even more investment returns become even more. It's the point where it expands even more. So that linear curve starts to look more like an exponential curve. The other bit is those mo that money you're making from an investment return, right? So money from the money. If you put that in, you reinvest that, that exponential curve becomes even steeper because the returns you're getting that you're adding on to your savings as you progress. On top of that, you're getting a return from your returns. So you're getting the money you're saving, the returns you get from your investment, and then you're getting the returns 
from the returns on your investments. And that effectively spirals upwards in a positive place. And you take advantage of this really important concept of compounding. I've talked, that, talked about that in previous videos, so if you don't know too much about that area, go check it out. But essentially what it is, is, is take advantage of this exponential curve. At first, it's, it's kind of slow and you don't see much, but in time, that curve starts to get steeper and steeper and steeper until the kinds of money that you're making are much bigger than the kind of numbers that you're looking at right now. And that is how you get, not how you get, that is how you're able to accelerate your path to financial freedom and actually make it possible. Okay, so first thing, first point I wanna make is you cannot reasonably become financial free unless you take advantage of this opportunity. The other area is obviously by just earning more money, building up wealth by earning it. But even then, if you think about it, the way you build a business is kind of like investing. If you just did the same amount, same amount, then it would build up fairly slowly. But if you invest your time, you build it, you get this nice exponential growth. And that is how you get the kind of numbers that allow you to become financially free. Okay, so first point. Second point I want to cover is that if you're sitting there and you're thinking, how do I become financially free? I mean, not how do I become financially free. How do I start investing? I don't know what to do. It's not an area I'm, you know, I'm very good at. I don't know too much about. I don't know where you are in the journey around uh, investing. But the key thing I would say is I'll go through how to invest and all the various factors in another video. But really at the essence of all of this, is you need to find a source of information that you can trust. Now the reason why I say that is because there is a lot of information out there, many different areas. You can go on various news articles, different people, different businesses, that will all be wanting to give you investment advice in very different um, respects. But the key point is two things, right? Essentially, you wanna, you wanna take information from a place that you trust, high believability. And that's because without that, you might be getting information on how to invest, but how do you know that is the best course of action? So that's really made up of two areas. The first one is, um, are they telling the truth? Okay, Because a lot of people might know how to invest or might know how to get a strong return uh, from investing money. But what they're telling you, is it is it in line with what they know? And a good way to establish this is through concept of conflicts of interest or self-interest, right? So if you're getting that information from somebody that benefits from you making the investment in terms of what they're recommending, then you need to tread very carefully. Because what they have a big interest in you committing to the thing they are recommending, right? Now, some people might well be you know, telling the complete honest truth in that environment, but a lot of the times they aren't. And that's because what they are naturally going to change how they are telling you certain things and opting to tell you certain things and uh, opting to not tell you other things to encourage you to invest in the particular thing that makes them money, okay? So bear that in mind. Anything 
where their interest and your interest is different, then you've got to be careful of the, of the, uh, the truth piece, right? So always think to yourself, how do I know this person is telling the truth? How can I believe, um, how can I know that I, I can believe what this person is saying, right? And the second thing is about respect, okay? So this person, you may know 100% this person is telling the truth. You know, everything this person says is always true. You know, it's just how they are. They, they come from a place of high integrity and always, always do that. But if that person fundamentally doesn't uh, have a strong skill set in that area, then they might be telling the truth, but do they just simply not uh, have good knowledge in that area? Do they simply not know the best way to invest or can give you sound investment advice? So think about it. Um, what's a good example? Say the example of health. If you talk to your friends, family, whoever, uh, people you know at work about losing weight, for example, I can imagine that almost everyone will have a view on that, right? They'll, they'll all want to give you their thoughts on how to lose weight and all the various things they've, they've read or learned or think that works. But then of all those people that give you those thoughts, how many of them truly are good in that area? How many of those are actually in good shape themselves? How many of those people have consistently been able to lose weight themselves? How many of those people have actually can, um, taken action on the things that they're telling you? I would say a much smaller portion, right? So you know, it's the same in the area of money, right? So if you're seeking uh, to gain more information in this area and gain more knowledge and thoughts on how to improve in the area of investing, then you want to be speaking to people that you know have done well in this area before. How do you know, have they consistently made money through investing in the past? Have they actually tried themselves the ideas and the practices that they're telling you about? Okay. Um, do they know other people in that space that have been doing similar things and they know it's worked for them? These kind of things. If you know that, that is a strong indicator that what they're telling you is has a high level of respect. Okay, And if you combine that uh, truth or trust and respect together, you get this believability concept. Right? If the believability is high for somebody in the area of investing, you want to be directing your attention to that. It's not about going and speaking to lots and lots of different people all about this area to try and gain as much information as possible. It's finding maybe just a few people, or maybe even one or two people, that have a high believability in this area. Because in the world of investing, there is a lot of information, it all conflicts. And when you have the source of information that you can believe, then you can start to trust what these people are saying and then be able to confidently apply that to your own life, uh, bearing in mind your own situation. Okay? So that is the second piece I want to talk through. The third piece and final piece is all around, look, if, you, if you're starting on this journey, right, and you don't know um, what that best kind of first step is around investing, okay, or a type of approach to take, the way I recommend it is an evergreen approach. So if you think about trees, right, if you think about evergreen trees, 
They are trees that stay green all year round, all four seasons. And you want to be taking an investment approach that's like that, that reliably does well, may not be, you know, it may not blossom into huge flowers kind of one season a month, but every season it's green. It does well, it's positive, it's in, you know, it's it's flourishing. And that's the kind of investment approach you want to take. Because in this day and age, there are, diff there are different environments, different stages within an economy. You know, you can have economy that's growing, economy that's going down. You could have inflationary, deflationary. You could have um, times where there is high global instability or low global instability. Certain countries might be doing better than others. The world is constantly changing and we're constantly in different situations. And all of these different situations mean that certain investments will do well or not so well in each of these environments. Okay, So you want to be focusing on an investment approach that regardless of the situation, within a reasonable period of time, it's going up. Now that might sound kind of easier said than done, but at least if you're coming from that perspective, when you're looking to decide on how you want to invest, then you'll start to find approaches that fit that mold, right? If you've got an outcome and a type of approach that you want to be pursuing, then you'll, you have something to work towards to compare to, right? Rather than just saying, I want to invest, right? If you don't have a, a particular kind of um, almost type of approach that you want to uh, seek to achieve, then what will happen is you'll naturally just look for uh, any type of investment and that type of investment may not fit with ultimately what you want from life. So for example, a couple of, um, couple of examples that I see people talk about a lot are one, cryptocurrency. Now, cryptocurrency is a very controversial subject and topic for another day. I mean, I personally uh, invest in cryptocurrency and a number of cryptocurrencies and I've done well from it, but it's very volatile, right? And the confidence of what's going to happen in the future is, is very low because it's a very new, uh, new thing to invest in. So if you're very early on in the investment approach, right, then cryptocurrency is definitely not a good place to start because it's hugely variable, it's not reliable, um, there's no clear like kind of uh, dividend or return on it, there's no quantified kind of value to it compared to um, you know, a lot of the value at the moment is very speculative, right? So if you move into something like that, and certainly a big portion of your money, then what happens is uh, the overall wealth that you have can vary hugely, right? And that movement and stress and this um, lack of clarity on the future can cause you to kind of move in different directions that you didn't necessarily intend to when you first started. So if you do decide to invest in things that are a bit more, much more volatile, much more kind of speculative, like cryptocurrency, it needs to be either nothing initially if you're very new to investing, or a small part of your investment fund, maximum five percent. Okay. Another area is the stock market. Now a lot of people are big into the stock market, and that is because, generally speaking, it is proven historically to be the highest returning asset class. That just means a type of thing that you can invest in. Now that's true, you know, generally speaking, but 
with the stock market in particular you know what we talk about you know um, the main stock market like the FTSE 100 or S&P 500 don't worry if you don't know what those mean but essentially just means a group of uh, stocks within the market uh, that represents the stock market as a whole if you look at those uh, those kind of uh, markets again the volatility is very very big so for example in 2008 the stock market crashed by 50 percent 2002 2003 again almost 50 percent so if you're investing in something like that and then you know a year later it drops that kind of much then that has a huge impact on your financial situation right now ultimately if you are going to be saving for 30 40 years and then retire at that point then it's not so much a big deal because that 50% drop naturally over time will go back up if you base it on what happened happened in the in the past but the reality of that of seeing that kind of drop, the emotional impact, the reality of the fact that not everybody wants to retire in 30, 40 years. You know, I'm a big advocate of early retirement, right? Be, being able to retire as quickly as possible so that you can break the shackles of having to work just for the sake of it and work on what it is that you actually want. If that's what you're pursuing, then all of your money in the stock market can be dangerous because if you have a big crash, then a huge percentage of your of your funds of your money can drop uh, in a very short period of time, and then you're going to have to wait even longer to build up that kind of wealth to become financially free. All right. So when you're picking something, you want to be looking at an evergreen approach. And in future videos, we'll be talking about some of the different things you need to be kind of thinking about when you used to decide on what to invest, and the kinds of approaches that represent an evergreen type approach and why they look like that in particular. So I hope you found this video helpful. If you did, please like and subscribe to check out my future videos. If you felt this video would be helpful for other people that you know, please do share that with them or other videos you think that are powerful. If you think there is some particular content you'd like me to cover in future, again, let me know. Send me some comments in the um, in the, in the space below and I will look to kind of uh, create some content in those particular areas because my mission around all of this is to make sure this content is as valuable and relevant to what it is that you're looking for. So that's all for me. I hope you have I hope you enjoy this video and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Take care. Bye bye.